Hello and welcome to Luke's Home C2C League. I am Luke Probasco. I'm Jacob Belleville. We've got special guest here, Nate McCullough. We're going to do an emergency podcast on these trades. So we had quite a bit of trades go down. I think we had seven or so in the um, last like couple days since our last podcast. But we had a couple big ones. I think we had like, two, I don't know, would you guys say like two big ones? Yeah. Three? Two? Okay. So, Nate, I'm glad you decided to join because both of them, I think, involved you. Talk me through the C.J. Stroud. I guess, Jacob, you were there too. Talk talk us through that one. So we had Jacob got um, Deshaun Watson, Dallas Goddard, and a 2023 first for C.J. Stroud and Tyler Conklin. So... I guess it, it's been a it's been a little bit of time. I guess maybe a week or so ago, I'd read, uh, see what the price just kind of out of left field, what the price would be for him. Um, Jacob said it'd be because of his quarterback situation, it'd probably be pretty high, um, which I expected. And then um, I think I, I think I told you that was probably the most difficult player for me to move at the time. Yeah. And, and so after that, um, I kind of let sit for a little bit. And then I can't remember whose interview it was, if it was Tweets or Ian's. Um, but you had talked about Deshaun Watson and how Jacob doesn't have a soul when it comes to the things. And that Watson would be a guy that he would he would still have on his roster. So how, how nervous are you Nate about the Watson situation? Is that what like spurred it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I started to get a little bit more, uh, especially from where I'm at from a, a roster standpoint. Um, I'm really glad I moved him when I did to you. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> so, and then it just the more, the more stuff that came out about it, starting to get a little bit more nervous about it. And, um, kind of going in the opposite direction he's still a young guy still one of my when he plays one of my favorite quarterback that's why I got him from you in the first place but then started to get a little bit nervous and so then when when Jacob brought up the fact that he, he likes him too I just reached out and asked if Watson would make a dent in uh, what it would take to get Stroud he said it would uh, we kind of went back and forth a little bit and kind of came down to potentially one for one and then uh Jake wanted to, to see what the punishment was going to end up being. I started to get a little bit more nervous because <laughs> a couple days more people started to come out. Then uh, you and I were working on our other deal, and I thought to myself, I'm, if I'm going to do one, I want to do them both. So I reached out and asked them, uh, what would it take to add on to get this done now? And I offered up the 2023, or yeah, the 23 one. Um, and if he wanted the college piece to make up for some of the production that he would lose from Stroud, and what what was accepted is what he came back with. Uh, I'm okay moving Goddard. I've got I'm surprisingly I'm I'm a little bit I think I'm a lot higher on him than a lot of other people, but I'm I'm kind of high on him this year with going to Jacksonville. Um, He's a good athlete. He just he, can't yeah, catch. He, I, to change scenery and. Um, I'm 
Jacksonville's new coach. Blanking on his name right now. Loves loves the tight ends. I can't think of his name, but he loves tight ends. So Eagle, Eagles former coach Jacob. Who's that? Yeah. Who, who's that? Peterson. Peterson. Doug Peterson. There we go. Uh, I I think use him in in a good way, and so I've actually made a couple trades for him in other leagues too. Obviously, pretty deep, so um, kind of buying low on that. So I felt good with having him there, and then Kaufman was kind of a, an insurance piece added on there, but. Um, it came together pretty quickly after. And Conklin's not a Jet, correct? He is a Jet. Nate <laughs> <laughs> uh, loves his Jets. I mean, that's pretty much how it went down. My, my only thing was, on the college side, I'm losing 40 points a week from C.J. Stroud by trading him, and there's no guarantee that Deshaun Watson plays this year. For me and my team... There's also no guarantee that Jalen Hurts is the answer for the Eagles going forward. So that's still up in the air this season. And so now I at least have two quarterbacks I know most likely are going to be, you know, playing for me next year. Right. And then uh, I thought it was a a good trade for both. Like I said, it's like Deshaun Watson is better than C.J. Stroud, I think, even in the future type thing. But there's just so much risk involved um, that you know, turns out pretty good and, and Nate you needed production from your quarterbacks you get that plus you need with your call or with your NFL quarterbacks it would be nice to have somebody else there because that, that was gonna be like Watson was gonna be that fill piece but obviously yeah. you started to sour on that and I think CJ Stroud is a good consolation. Well, and it, it's because it kind of goes back to when I made the other deal with Jacob and got Levis from him, really kind of stacking up just in case Zach Wilson fails because um, I don't have a lot of other options outside. I don't then, think you need I mean, to worry about it. Like, you love Zach Wilson. Oh, don't... Not gonna... oh, oh, okay. Just in case. Do you have any – do you have your eyes on any 2024 – incoming freshman at the quarterback position, like maybe one Isaac Wilson, uh, his little brother? I haven't, I haven't even dug into that yet. Well, guess what? He's got a little brother. Save it all for, for Peyton's nephew. So. Well, I will say that trade and the Levis trade have like completely changed how I'm going to have to address this supplemental draft. Because... Maybe not my first two picks, but the rest of the picks, I have to get some quarterback help because um, it's going to be dried up after this next year. And, I'm not going to have anybody on on my college roster that plays quarterback and if maybe, I don't add to it. That was kind of like the same thing, like when I got Zeke, and then I was like, "All right, Nate, well, I got to make this trade for Chubb because I don't want to waste these years." And I had this plan, and like here I am now with Dalvin Cook, also a second contract running back that I just I don't want them on my team but I'm like well I gotta make these moves if I'm gonna do this and then you want to talk a little bit about the the swift and and downs in Zach Ubbins trade uh so I, I, I want to know what you were really feeling because like your words say one thing but I feel like you you wanted one thing and then like I don't know I don't know how it really went down but I mean, it all started after our podcast. 
podcast where we talked about who's available and how I'm not afraid to trade anybody. Uh, and his name came up, and so you touch base after that to see what it make. And um, he was hard to move just because he, I like him as a player. He's young, um, but I don't, I don't know with the injuries if that's going to keep building or if he's going to be fine. They say he put on a bunch of muscle, but then I don't know if they're going to use him appropriately the way they probably should or if they're going to use him as more of the receiving option. So a little nervous there, but still wanted to take advantage kind of of his name, and I know you liked him. I'm a Swift guy. I'm a, you're, I'm a Swifty. <laughs> you got his college jersey, so I figured you might as well have him on your team. Yeah, I, lo- I like so, I love him. The the initial offer, I don't know if you can I don't know if you wanna Yeah, that's but it was what the initial offer was. But. Yeah, that's fine. I was, so I had originally offered you right Parker Washington. Yeah. And was it Tank Bigsby? Tank. Yeah. For for and, him and and then how did you feel about that? Well, so you had asked who, what guys I liked, and so I, I ranked, I gave the guys I liked on your team and ranked them in the order. And so initially, you laughed because the two that you were going to offer were ranked five were, or six. Yeah, were your last two. I was like, well, we probably won't get something done. So then you offered, or you put Bigsby and Parker on the, on an offer, and I liked them both, but um, I just wasn't completely sold on either one of them being what I felt I needed in order to move a potential top five running back for the next two or three years. Um, so then we kind of talked a little bit about making it a little bit larger with uh, some other NFL pieces going your way, mainly Sutton, um, and then other college pieces coming back my way. Didn't really didn't go that route, but then you or I said that I'd be more comfortable if it was Downs and Evans because I've been – I think you drafted Downs around before I was going to in the in the initial draft, and so I've been liking him the whole the whole season. And we'd have we'd have talked about him in other. And that was like, and that was you know pretty good because I for for both of them, I I really like both of them. Zach Evans when he when he is on the field, he's great. I don't know exactly how he's going to get used at Old Miss. We'll see how that goes. But Downs is going to get peppered this year, and he's going to be a top ten. Like I'm, I'm really it's like, hey, I'm going to compete for the NCAA side, and I'm going to lose a lot of production with Downs. Kind of like Jacob said with his quarterback. It's like, well, crap. But then I think we made that trade after I got Cook, and I was like, well, f- like screw it. I might as well just do it and and try to make my NFL roster as good as I can. Because I think we were, we had been talking about that, so that, they both went down Friday morning, and both had been kind of agreed to in principle Thursday night, Um, but I was at baseball, so I didn't get home until late, Um, and so then I I didn't respond to you, because then you, I think you officially put Downs and Evans on an offer Thursday while I was at baseball. And I didn't get back to you until midnight. Yeah. And so Jacob and I were talking about ours. We kind of we agreed, but I told him I would accept it Friday morning. I sent it to you Friday night or Thursday night. Yeah, and I I was already passed out. So yeah, you accepted it in the morning, 
while I was at junior high baseball. Except during the game when I was in the dugout. <laughs> and that's what we were going back and forth. The, all the messages and everything was blowing up my phone while I was in the dugout. Because um, I wanted them to be kind of simultaneous, not for any other reason other than make sure one got done to get the other done. Yeah, and I I had originally like like because we were talking that like week, so like I had the Delvin Cook thing was like one of those spur of the moment things, and and I was trying to get Swift, and then I was like I really like Downs, and 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 uh, Zach Evans, and then once we had chat on the podcast. And then I got cooked, so I was like, well, now I don't have to worry about trading it. Like, I almost didn't do it because of that trade. Really when I saw that one come through, I kind of... Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought, well, no, he hasn't He hasn't said any fact that he's on yet, so... Maybe we're still good. So, and then, then I, w- I was very much in the mindset of, like, I just won't do it. I'm just going to wait and I'll have them both and I'm going to get this college production and and all that stuff and but then I was like, well, I just like Swift too much and um I looked at my starting roster and like I get it bye weeks and injuries are going to happen and but adding Swift to that lineup and taking out Hunter Henry it's like okay, like I'm going to do that. Yeah, now you're ready to go on the NFL side. And you still have a stacked starting lineup on the college side. Yep. So, hoping to bolster it a little bit more in the draft. But, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like Again, like, if you play your cards right, like, you can really switch both your teams around in whichever way you want. Because, Nate, you were super old. Mm-hmm. And now you've got young. You've got pieces. I won like two games last year on the NFL side. Now my team looks drastically different. Um, it feels good being projected to score a lot of points too. Yeah, yeah, I can look <laughs> so at that for I, a while. I went the entire year last year on both sides, just looking like trash. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, thanks for for talking about about those I mean uh, I kind of gave my insight there a little bit to yours and Jacob's where I thought it was good for both sides Jacob what did you think of of Nate's and I's trade yeah I liked it I mean I think DeAndre Swift is he's it's a weird situation with Detroit because he did split time in that backfield last year but at the same time he's such a good receiver that in our league of full PPR I mean he's going to score you a ton of points so I like I like DeAndre Swift a lot, and he should be expensive. But then you also kind of spent a lot because Zach Evans is probably going to be one of the premier running backs coming out next year. Now, the whole thing of Ole Miss where he wants to basically split time and not put wear and tear on his body that kind of that sticks. But you get Josh Downs, who should be producing on the college side too. That was a little bit. In Luke and I's conversations, I was kind of back and forth on who I wanted, Bigsby or Evans. And that's what I told him. Part of the red flag on Evans was that he didn't want the full load. Okay. So 
Is that a personality trait where he doesn't want to put a bunch of workload on his body? Is it just to so he saves himself for the NFL, or is he really a wuss mentally? I think it's mostly saving himself for the NFL. That's what I'm hoping. I think it is. I think my hesitation with Bigsby would be the he's never really shown that he can receive the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. So the ceiling's just going to be limited there. That's what we talked about, too, of was there an injury or something last year? Because that's kind of the same situation as Swift. I don't think that Auburn really used him very well. And no. He still got over 1,000 yards, which was one of Luke's key selling points for him. But Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like the offense featured him. I just feel like they ran him a bunch. Yeah. And then, I mean, I didn't go back through and look to see – how many of those thousand yards came against the cupcakes versus, you know, the, the tougher ST games, but um, I just liked Evans' tape a little bit, well, a lot more, but those red flags that Evans had were just kind of, hopefully it's just all about wanting to save himself, not, not really that, you know, not having the love of the game that they always question. I, I And I'm, I'm also just like, that's one thing that I like about Tank is like I think he was hurt, so I don't want to be like selling low on something that could be like. Granted, I don't think he'll be great this year because Auburn doesn't have much. But if he can put close to a thousand with all the SEC teams knowing that he's the one we have to stop, I mean, I'd feel pretty good about that going into the NFL. But. I do think Evans just has more upside once he gets to the NFL. So yep. that's, I, I would lean Evans. I mean, if you're going to swing for the fences, swing for him. Don't. So, I don't know. Any other any other trades that uh, you want to talk about, Nate? To be determined. To be determined. What about like any ones that went down that you want to like? Hey, these are my thoughts or opinions. Or do you are you pretty indifferent on all of them? Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent on all of them. I like the, I mean, the one you did with Chad to get Cooks kind of rounds out what you're trying to do on the NFL side now. Now you got four, four legit RB1s to put in there for a year or two. Um, That's... But then you you still have your college guys coming up. So you've got to, I think you're set up pretty well now for the next couple of years. And then rolling over that, that college side. Um and I can't even remember the other ones that went down. I think the other ones were pretty small, individual-wide. One that I really liked was Ian getting Preston Stone and 808 on the college side for 706. Pulled a little bit of a, a Jacob. He just Tra- moved back one spot, didn't he? He moved back around. Around. Around in two picks. So he moved back 12 spots and then got Preston Stone, which... Um, word on the street is that Tanner Mordecai, like he had that. I mean, you know, Nate, he had a crazy, crazy season. He was he was doing really well, and that Preston Stone is one of the highest commits that SMU has ever gotten. Yeah. So now there's grumblings of that he might win the job, and then in the spring, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that, and so now knowing that, Ian. Fleeced uh, was that tweet? Yeah. Like wow. Um, I did. There, I just knew. I just saw SMU and thought Mordecai's there. Mordecai's a stud. 
So he, yeah, he was the, I believe, I believe he is the highest recruit SMU has ever gotten. And I don't think SMU thought Tanner Mordecai was going to do as good as he did. But then the spring practice hit, and they're pretty neck and neck. So the thought, Uh the thought is, anyways, Ian, Ian locked down the SMU quarterback. Like, he's got that. But then from a coaching perspective, you just got the highest recruit you've ever gotten. Do you have him sit for a second year and have him transfer out? And then Tanner Mordecai, this might be his last year. I'm not sure. Um, With all the COVID stuff, he might have two more years. I don't know. But it's like, or do you let Tanner Mordecai go? And if you're going to get similar production that's somewhat unknown with Preston Stone... You know, Mordecai didn't obviously didn't do anything to lose his job. Yeah, so it's just it would be strict like politics in the, in that sense of of and I I could see them putting Preston Stone in and starting, and then I could see Tanner Mordecai. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like they had their head coach go somewhere like TCU or something like that. Um. Where I could see, it was another Texas school, and I could see him then going to TCU and being like, I think it was TCU because TCU like, they've got Duggan Dugan as their quarterback. Like I could see him just walking in there and then like getting the job, especially with if he has the head coach that he previously had a system with. Like I won't be hard to learn it. Hey, I'm I'm talking, okay. So that would uh, Ian got a steal there. So tweet, do your research. But I think it was I think it was good. Um, but I mean, tweet gets to move up some rounds. So who knows though? With all these supplemental picks, like we had. People get drafted in the first and second round that didn't really pan out. So it a lot of them, yeah, doesn't. Just hopefully gives you a better odds. But other than that, I think that's all the trades really that you know I wanted to cover. Anybody have anything else? Keep them coming. You know, let's keep. Like I said, we've got like thirty six trades or something this year, and we've almost like met what we had last year, which is like forty four or something. Just a wild amount of trading. I really like, you know, everybody getting in there. Like Brett got into the action there. Yeah, this was that, it this morning. Yeah, just an amazing trade. So uh, move back one pick. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, I think the podcast has helped a lot with that because it's given us a way to verbally communicate some of our thoughts and what we're trying to do and. Uh, keeping people involved and engaged through the off season, I think has been a big, big catalyst for that. So yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed it. So it's something that we got to figure out which day we're going to do. Got to be probably either a a Tuesday or a Wednesday, but each night so we can cover everything. But I think that um, we'll do it here for our emergency trade podcast. So hey, thanks guys for coming on. I am Luke. I'm Jacob. And I'm Nate. All right. Thanks for for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Thanks.